best time, um, best movie I've seen with that concept of um, time. Yeah, the concept of time. It's the best movie I've seen. Was I, it? I would, yeah, it was better than um, the one where, uh, is it Matthew McConaughey? That one? I like that. That concept. I don't know. Uh, no, I think you're talking about DiCaprio. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Inception. Okay. I'm talking about uh, the one where Matthew McConaughey was an astronaut. Uh, uh, I don't know about that one. Okay, yeah, that's a good, it's a good concept on the, um, it's a good movie on the concept of Tom, but, you know, it could have been a lot better because of the science, but the Tenet. But that's the thing, but the Tenet was like, kind of like a follow-up based off of Inception. Yeah. Was it? Nah. Nah? Nope. Okay, I thought nope. it was. It's, it's, it's similar because it's the same director and it's similar, but, but Inception was doing with uh, Dreams. This is more time. And the way that they... Oh, almost like shit. Get Out and Us. Both kind of like in the same, same field, but different but directions different. because of like same director. So it's kind of like in it's that area shit that they kinda, do kind of like, but mm, it's something You know, like different. Ridley Scott is going to have certain... His movies are going to have a certain... He has a certain type of movie. So that's, that's the tenant, so was that uh the Nolan Nolan brothers Christian Nolan Chris Nolan uh, yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. yeah he got that he did all the the Dark Knight trilogies and stuff that like that. he has a he has a way he shoots that's pretty uh it's pretty unique um the story and and everything was dope like um you, you know Washington his son <clears throat> probably got to do a little bit more acting and whatnot just because you um. In those type of roles, because we're used to seeing them on the uh, what's that show with the Rock? Um, ballers, ballers. I'm used to seeing them on that, and so he seems like he's a little bit more comfortable in that type of role. You know why? Because he's an ex football player. He played in the NFL. Well, not even just the. And he played for the Sacramento Mountain Lions. Not just the sports part. I didn't know the that. Who? Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know. No, I don't know who that, that is. <laughs> well, the okay. Well. Well, Sacramento got mountain lions. <laughs> it's crazy out here. Yeah, he actually uh, Denzel <laughs> came. Denzel came out here for a game for him one time. He um he played for the mountain lions. He he played. I think he played for the Rams too. Bro, uh, like is that we, like a semi pro? Yes, like, it's semi pro like, because I, I, uh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like he he keep talking about it. I'm, I need you to specify. Yeah, what year was that? Not semi, even what year. What is this semi pro? Where are they at? Well, they're not anywhere anymore. Well, yeah, of course. Oh, years. I mean, it's been like, years now, but okay. this was some years back because Dante Culpepper was the quarterback uh, for the Mountain Lions. And Dante Culpepper was that dude once upon a time they, in the NFL. Actually, it wasn't that many years ago, though, huh? No, that was some years ago. He said Culpepper. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the league, <laughs> the actual league, though. Oh, the actual league? I think it's been some years. For real? Yeah, I don't, because I don't remember the semi pro football uh, out here in a I minute. Mean, Keyshawn used to. Um, pro Barbara. football barely Keyshawn. survived. Yeah, barely <laughs> on the, by a thread. Nah, it was it was dope, though, bro. Like, he, you could tell he, I'm, I'm, in, in regards to what I was talking about, it's not really just, it wasn't about the sports that I was referring, referring to. I was meaning, like, that was more of a, a laid back. Um, Cause he was an athlete comedic, in that comedic role. He's like doing. He's being funnier a little okay. bit. And this, this one is intense. It's this serious. Is, this is like yeah, serious. Yeah, you gotta practice your range, man. That's hey, that's a movie. You gotta go back and watch YouTube reviews after that. <laughs> we had to figure out some, some stuff that we get some mindsets on yeah. what people was thinking, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty dope. What's up, Spill? How you feeling, man? Um, I'm hanging in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Family stuff, but... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Condolences, brother. Yeah, appreciate it. Condolences. 
So, uh, you know, other than that, you know, still trying to uh, work, work, push forward, get some stuff going, get the brand out there. You know what I'm saying? LaVar Cole. www.lavorcole.com. Yes. I'm going to have to put that in a drop. That's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Anyways, man. Um, How's business going for y'all fellas, man? You know what I'm saying? I know we all got our different directions and stuff that we doing. It depends on how you look at it. I mean, y'all know I say that all the time, but, you know, it's a lot about perspective. You know, um, stupendous, swiveling, hard, difficult, uphill battle. Yeah. I mean, like, it's like a combination of all those things, you know, to... um, Be a creative, to be an entrepreneur, to be in a position where it's all on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't move, nothing else does. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a lot of pressure. That's yeah, a lot wor- of weight. I'm, I'm, I'm working through the mental fatigue. And that's and that's another thing about it. And, mm-hmm. well, I, and I will say this, um, because I know being entrepreneur, creative, you know, self-employed, those things, you feel like it's always go, 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 work, 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 push, push, push. Um, you got to understand that you need breaks. You need you need time to recover mentally, emotionally. It's so hard, bro. It, and it is because you have to make yourself say, all right, look, not today. Well, because this is the thing about it. Most entrepreneurs are what? They're self-motivated, right? You mm-hmm. have to have a certain level of discipline. Mm-hmm. And so you will continuously work because you feel like if I'm not working, I'm not progressing. And it's all about progress, right? right. So you want to push a hard line. You want to remain consistent. And sometimes when you feel like you're not doing nothing, it's almost like you're being lazy. Yeah. So yeah. even when you busting your ass to everybody on the outside looking in, to you, it's like, man, I should have. Yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing. See, everybody else on the outside looking in, and on the outside looking in, they're like, damn, you working. You're doing a lot. You're doing this. You're doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And to you, you're like, nah, I should be. Well, and see, we are our own worst critics. For sure. We, yeah. we, are, we are big at downplaying our successes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And amplifying our failures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So you you knock some out the park and everybody, oh, that's dope. Good shit. Woo woo woo. You're like, yeah, that's cool, but I could have did this. I need to do this. So I'm going to go ahead and give out to the drum board. I'm woo 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 woo. Like, until the point where we're not even celebrating our successes the way that they need to be, the way that they should be right. for personal growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For personal growth. Like, that's yeah. really, like, if you don't truly acknowledge how far you came, what you've done, what you've been able to accomplish, it's kind of hard for you to keep going. And making things happen because you're not even acknowledging your progress. Right. 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 And so then if you keep going, keep going, keep pushing, and you're not acknowledging your progress, and then when it's time for you to take a break, you don't feel like you can take a break because you haven't acknowledged your progress. You're mm. not paying attention and, you know, taking time to celebrate your the personal growth. That you have achieved, yeah. Actionless. Short time. Right? You do things throughout the week. There's things that you want to accomplish. You know, you don't knock out everything. Yeah. Nobody does. But you knock out a lot of stuff. Instead of you patting yourself on the back for what you knocked out, you're busy tripping off of what you didn't accomplish. Yeah. What you didn't knock out, what you should have did, what you could have did. Matter of fact, because I didn't, I'm gonna and I understand it. See how I took that breath? That's what you gotta do. It's necessary. 
like what 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 a lot of people don't understand is that break, that step away to recover, rejuvenate, reassess. It helps you overall. Yeah, you kind of get more of a um, stepping away from it and coming back to it. You, you have more of an appreciation sometimes and more 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 motivation. And sometimes you're seeing it with fresh eyes. Yeah. That's the big thing, you know seeing saying? it with fresh eyes after you step away from it for a minute, because you get to looking at something over and over again, and it just don't, nothing seems right, nothing seems good, everything seems off. With the, you know, I need to go back and do this, but then when you step away from it, take a break, rest, and you come back and you like, okay, because you're mentally exhausted and you don't even want to acknowledge it because you're trying to make it happen. Everybody's trying to make it happen, and the hard part sometimes is actually the discouragement right now that I'm going through is just the creating the you know you kind of get this with the oils like oh I'm, I'm, I'm ready I made the first couple of samples it's cool and then you go to make the other one it's like god damn this ain't work this ain't what this ain't like the same uh thing I made before so now you got to work on and you're trying to you're trying to meet the expectation of the excitement of the last yeah, thing you did oh yeah I remember I got to actually Here's That's a question. Up a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a question though. With that specifically, are you writing down the process and the measurements? That actually, um, I'm working on figuring out what that is. I'm not writing it down, but I'm actually taking from other sources to see what is the best. Like, it's so many different. Um, like, for instance, the the emulsifiers. Um, these are things that help oils mix with the water. Yeah, so you can use witch those. hazel, you can use rubbing alcohol, you can use vodka, you can use um, uh, extract from like vanilla extract and shit. Uh-huh. Or you can use salt. Trying to figure out which one of those work best. I, I would think witch hazel or extract. Yeah. But then you got to figure out, all right, I got only this amount of oil. I got to figure out which one of these I got I to gotta bust down some samples to see which one's going to work because I can do one and it don't work. Then I got to, you know what I mean, do the next one. It's, it's just, that's what I'm working It's through. a process. Yes, that, that's the process. And the whole thing is like, you know, I'm about to say, getting a drain, getting stretched thin in the process and yeah. not knowing how to step away from it. Yeah. yeah. Because the whole thing about it, you feel like if I step away from it, I might lose the momentum I have. Mm-hmm. Not understanding. Mm-hmm. You ain't even got no momentum. I did that yesterday early. As soon as I felt the discouragement, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm backing up out of this. That's what you're supposed to do. That's exactly what you're supposed to do, bro. Like, we we push through a lot because we're used to uphill battles and fighting and mm-hmm. pushing through it. But yeah. nah, when you get discouraged, when you're working on something, you try you step away from it. Because yeah. at that point, once you start to become discouraged or frustrated, that energy takes a hold and everything from that point on is yeah. only going to feed it. Yeah. It's only going to get, you're going to get more frustrated and then you're going to bump your head again. You're going to, oh my gosh. And then yeah. you're going to, and before you know it, a whole hour, hour and a half went by and you spent about 73 <laughs> 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 right. minutes right. frustrated though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you have to step away from it, you know, just, yeah. just to relax. Like them brakes are necessary. They're needed. Yeah. Like, I mean, like think about a car. First of all, your car run all day, all night? Hell no. Nah. Nope. If you did, that would happen. At some point, it's going to yes. overheat, right? It's gonna, something's going to happen. Battery, whatever. Man, so you can't just keep running. Right. Mm-hmm. right. You got to turn off. You got to shut down. You got to take yeah. a break. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gas back up. Eat something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Eat something. Just... And sometimes what you, well, what I've been doing, I, um, 
stepped away and I did went back to like watching I watched somebody do they um process on the videos or I'll go read my essential oil book or something like that. Like I keep the supplies out. I'm a, I'm a step away. It's like, well, yeah, stepping supply, away is not quitting. It's just stepping out, away. You know, so that you you know to go back to it, but just get a little break. Get a little break. I think my uh, my my issue is I I'm already critical. You know what I'm saying when I'm doing something and I want to make sure that it's is done yeah. correctly. I Perfectionist. Wanna, yeah, and I'm used to that point because I understand that I'm I'm always probably going to be a perfectionist to a st- to a certain point, but. The crazy thing is, I'm gonna be a perfectionist until it's time to come out, and then I'm gonna understand it's not perfect. Right. But I, I'm, that's my way of giving you the best I can give you. But I think the, the hard part, with I think what we go through is we go through all of the trial and error. We go through being a perfectionist. We go through taking breaks, coming back to it, and then you put it out there, and then sometimes you may not feel like there's an appreciation for it. Yeah. That's, that's a, the that's hard part for me. That's another step. Yeah. Or, or. There's only appreciation for it because you've shown appreciation in the past, almost like we've discussed this before, conditional support. Mm. So you do all the work. You do. You pay for all the services that you need. You get everything out there. You're a one-man, a lot of times in this day and age, unless you're trendy, you're a one-man band. You're a one-man promotion team. You're a one-man management team, staff, everything. And you get it out there, and it's just like, that's what's up. <laughs> I, see, I yeah, see you yeah. doing your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. That can help motivate you a little bit as far as like, okay, you might be on the right path, but like, no, it, you're it just saying that shit because it's success. your friend. Yeah, but it don't, it don't, it don't <laughs> equal success. Like, no, no. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's where I get exhausted because everything that I've really gotten involved with that I take seriously. Most people can tell that I take it seriously. You know what I'm saying? If I put something out there, I'm pretty much going to find some things that's 10 times more trash if you think my shit is trash than what I'm putting out there. And then, yo, that's what's up. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I get, I do. I'm guilty of that. I get to that point where I'm like, I'll ask the wife, where your, where your uh, crew neck at? Which one? The one that says, fuck all y'all on it. <laughs> she got one. I'm going to wear that today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where your shit? Where is it at? And I mean that that's another that's another situation for me where you I still got to step back and be like, you know what? Let me chill out. Let me regroup. Let me understand. Mm-hmm. Got to be a man of understanding. Are you ready? Yeah. Sip my water. All right. <clears throat> Couple of things. <laughs> yeah. I understand where you're coming from. I do. Um, but one thing that you said is, you know, you put it out and people can tell you take it serious. <sighs> Unfortunately, you're probably the only person taking it serious. Yeah. So um, there's that. Yeah. Secondly, you're very, very deeply invested. Like you said, pay for this, pay for that. Yeah. Effort, energy, mm-hmm. time. Sacrifices. It started all upstairs, right? This is your brainchild. Right. Mm-hmm. So... You put it out there again. You're a child. When people talk to you about their kids and they're all excited and they're showing you pictures, you don't give a damn, right? I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I they got come to you, about nobody else. bro. They come to you <laughs> at the job. 
Yeah, my son, Wooty Woo, with the man, they back playing soccer again and they training Wooty Woo. I can't wait to go to the first game. And you are just listening because he walked up to talk to you. Yeah. You don't care. But they love their kids and they're overjoyed about their kids and mm-hmm. all this pride for their kids. Same thing with your your brainchild, your product, your, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is, your service, your product, whatever it is, that's your child, that's your baby. You're invested, you feel some type of way about it. All of this stuff that you put into it and you put it out here to show off. Like, look, 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 look. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, that's cool. Back to my life, nigga. I got I got problems too. I yeah. got things going on. You're not special. I got other stuff happening. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's not even that. You're not special. Nobody knows about behind the scenes. All they see is what you put out. Right. And everybody's putting out stuff all the time. Everybody's doing stuff all the time. All the right. time. Right? Mm-hmm. I got my own life. I got my own issues. I got my own business. I'm going to school. I got family stuff going. I got this. I got that. And then you put something out. That's cool. Keep doing that. I got to get back to my life. Mm-hmm. That's how it pretty much is now. Yeah. And it sucks because you would expect friends and family and everybody to, as soon as you do something, oh, you did what? Oh, I need the cop. I got a cop. And then actually. Cop. Cop. Yeah. Like yeah. actually follow through. Yeah. Because no I mean, we, we've all been, I, everybody at this table has been in a scenario. Like when you was doing your runs with the food and everything, I'm pretty sure you have motherfuckers hitting you like, yeah, man, I'm a, uh, man, I got to try that. <laughs> Yo, and, you wanna know what's, and it's like, that's the last thing you probably heard from that motherfucker. Hey, you want to know what's crazy too? Cause it was like, I saw, I saw you starting. I'm like, I wonder how consistent going to be. And then you start really running. I'm like, oh, okay. Then I started sharing. I'm like, yeah, I need to go ahead and rock with him. And then he stopped. <laughs> <laughs> when you was, was ready, like, huh? like, well, because the whole thing about it was like right around the time you started. Like I was, uh, you know, of course, like we're saying, deeply invested with you got going on. So where I was with the business, it was kind of like, bro, I was putting everything into the business. Like the bills were paid, gas in the car, whatever was needed for kicks and sneakers. Oh, I'm putting the rest towards it. I don't, whatever it may have been mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Like So I didn't have a budget Like at this time I'm mm-hmm. not even buying kicks I have no budget for that You know what I'm saying Like mm-hmm. it was just kind of like So then when things Started to loosen up And I started making some moves And started seeing some income I'm like oh okay okay Kicks and sneakers Starting to yield a little bit I gotta support my people What you mean <laughs> You gonna be back next weekend <laughs> Next Stores weekend learning in the next Stores month. Store closed. Hey. Bruh, you know what I'm saying? The yo, grand you, opening, yo, you, grand closing. Yo, you shut down before a shelter in place. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that was Wood, actually supposed Woods to be, was, was heated with you, bro. Yeah, he was like, yo, man, what's... Yo. <laughs> and then that was another yo, thing. Yo. Because it's like, right around the time he stopped is when he really started getting reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so hey. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be there. And then yeah, and you didn't want to have a couple of get-togethers and he want to bring stuff. But you're not cooking. Nah, hey, not, to keep that energy all the time. Hey, listen, you niggas not. better be at home eating out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel you though. Nah, that's, that's that's how that shit go, man. Like that was a lot of work. That was a lot of work. And uh, it, it, man, tr- trust me, I'm, I'm well aware, shit. bro. Going going into the seventh year, yeah, it's nothing easy. Yeah, I'm, even, I'm at where you at though. Not like with the. Uh, like everything I'm doing is putting it into this garden, like buying seeds, buying, putting. Well, because the thing about it, you look at it is like, okay, you're cooking, you're cooking organic. That means you're cooking from a farm, right? It makes sense to have one. Yeah. yeah. So then if yeah. you have one, that means that you're growing all the things that you need. So you're getting everything that you need. 
and less of what you don't. And you you're don't spending want, less. You don't want niggas seeing farmer poet Rayleigh. He's like, hold on, how are you farmer? <laughs> hey, and this is this is work. all process. That, that takes one of those radishes. Man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't want any of that in your next meal. Um, <laughs> that takes some work, bro. And some and I got segue by a snow peas. <laughs> 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 you know what's crazy? I just got my snow pea seeds uh, the other day. It's lit. I just got them. That, mm. but that 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 takes like that's part of it is actually like the learning part of it too. It's like how much time are you going to spend learning and and teaching yourself? Well, you know, it's a process, and that's the thing about it. Like you, yeah. you kind of did things how I did things in a sense, which is kind of backwards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you should have the farm before you started to cooking, but right, you're you right. you've been cooking and you've been rocking a certain way, so I might as well just go ahead and you're like, right. you know what? It might make sense to have a farm. Like I put the book out and then I did the brand, the logo. Probably should have did the logo for the book. But you know, you live and you learn, right? You mm-hmm. know, as entrepreneurs, this is and then, yeah. you know. And you know, trying my foot out at all type of different different things and seeing what works best, what you gotta, you know, what's gonna and also what ties in. Yes, yeah, because they have to complement each other if you're gonna be a, um, you know, putting forth a lot of time that way. The way that you're growing and processing kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and see, I learned with music. You know, when I decided to go the route with Lavar Cole, I was like, yeah. I've been here before with the music. I already, mm. so I already anticipated, you know, whatever bullshit. And then you have somebody to tell like, you yeah. about clothing. Like, yo, yo, be prepared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be Me prepared. and, yeah, we had, we had many conversations and I was just like, wait, what? And I don't, on, on, on top of that, but, you know, just, you know, uh, I had conversations with Dev and, and his experiences and I was just like, okay. So, and so when I got to that point, I understood that what a lot of, what a lot of people so whoever is listening, pay attention to this. When you when you come out with something, you think that it's finna pop because of how many family members you got, how many friends you got, and just how many people that I don't know what's the term fuck with you. Mm-hmm. All them followers. Yeah. On IG. yeah, yeah. You start calculating like, okay, I know these niggas. <laughs> exactly. Five. That's gonna really. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna spread like yeah, wildfire. Turn into one. <laughs> and then what's gonna happen is two two. Two things could happen. You could drop and nobody gets your shit. Nobody buys your shit. Nobody rocks with you. Or you can drop and everybody that said they was going to rock with you don't. And then people that you never thought was going to rock with you do. That's, and so now you got to get, get rid of all of those friends and family members and just <laughs> fuck with these people over here. No, I'm just hey, no but that's where you got it. That's where the uh, a big like push comes from, though. Like, the people that you aren't expecting to, yeah, that gives you that push. Like when you feel that, le- like that kind of discouragement of the people you would expect or kind of you you think are going to um, mm-hmm. buy or purchase whatever it is that you're selling or creating. But then you got the people that you didn't know was watching you. Well, yeah. there's two things man. <laughs> with this whole support thing. <laughs> Conditional. But yeah, we'll get to that in just a second. Um, <laughs> well, because the thing about it is there's usually two types of people. You know, there are those who are close to you and they see you a certain way and don't really expect you to, you know, push or remain consistent or be doing this for too long. So it's just like, I'm not even finna get involved or support. You're probably going to do something different anyway. True. Then you have those who... He always doing something. He always got something going on. He's always making moves. That's what's up. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna right. progress, prosper, regardless of whether I support or not. 
And so, you know, because of that, I said two types of support, Mm -hmm. (laughs) two types of lack of support, excuse me. But um, you have those type of people, so they're like, I'm not really going to. And then you have the people who will support, but they only support because they see other people supporting. True. That's the guilt support, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's conditional support. And then there are are those who will share your stuff if you share theirs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or if they feel like you bought something in the past or or they'll give you a, a... a pity share or you know saying something like that's that, that bullshit like, well i'm just that's how it goes though yeah, that's you know what i'm saying yeah. like oh well yeah you did buy something so i guess i'll support i guess i'll and that's not like i don't really want that type of support because you share it at the most random of times you know it's not it even the energy behind it when i see it it's kind of like oh uh, yeah thanks right so what is what what is support for you guys like what's the ideal type of support that you for, for you i don't want it you don't want support? Nope. Okay. What do you I want? What's the word? I want customers and clients. I don't want supporters because the thing right. about it is like, that's not, in my opinion, what really keeps your business going. Support is like helping you kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you but on top of that, but on top of that, it's just that word has been overused in, in so many different categories to where now people are using the word support. It's already misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that crazy? Because somebody will be like, yeah, I'm not getting enough support for this, that, and the other, but it'll be a responsibility of theirs. You know what I'm saying? So to be like, you're not getting support for something that you're solely responsible on. Come on, man. Well, what the fuck are you supposed to be doing? Child support don't count. Yeah. Don't even. <laughs> you're responsible for the. For yeah. that's we'll go there in a minute. That's different support. No, I'm, I'm going to leave. But go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but nah, I don't, I don't. I used to, in my younger days, think about support this and you know, ain't enough support. But it's like, nah, you're thinking about it wrong. That's support. No hustler, bro. No hustler want. No hustler is talking about support. No company is talking about support. No big brand is talking about support. They talking about numbers, clients, customers, and with and with all of those have in common. Whether you a hustler on the street or whether you got a multi billion dollar. Corporation, what they all have in common is they understand that they got to bring value. You have to bring value. And guess what? When you bring value, you're not getting a whole bunch of supporters. You're getting a whole bunch of clients and customers. Yeah, I had a conversation with somebody about something that I dropped. And I thought, oh, and I seen that. I seen the way you brought value. And it sold out. So he's right. You should listen. Take notes. Bring value. Rewind this. You know what I'm saying? So I said, <laughs> but, all right, nigga, damn shepherds. But that's, that's, back. that's what it is, man. You, you know what I'm saying? But, but, but basically, that's the answer, yeah, bro. Like, I don't, nah, I, don't, I, don't I don't care about you know the support level because it's amazing to me. Like there could be a tragedy, right? Independent on the scenario, somebody put a GoFundMe together, and it's just support air quotes. Everywhere. Every person has it. Every person can do something. Every person is contributing and this, that, and the other. And it's just like, you know, there's a part of them that's feeling away, like, oh, you know what I want to put in and you know, and I'm I'm not really too big on those. You know what I'm saying? I've I've contributed before. But but my thing is I'm just like, wow. Depending on circumstances, wow. You know what I'm saying? So what the whole GoFundMe thing? 
Yeah, I've seen GoFundMe's for stupid shit, and I've seen GoFundMe's for things where I I completely understand. Right. And in those instances, if I knew that person or knew those people, yes, I'm. You know what? Yeah, I'll I'll definitely lend a hand. I understand it's hard times, but then I've seen GoFundMe's for like artists. Yo, I put up a GoFundMe together. You know, I'm trying to move the whoop de whoop. I'm trying to get this going, and I'm like, all my shit got took. I need to. I mean, all my shit happened to me. I. Now, see, I can understand the part of the GoFundMe where the person who is who created the GoFundMe or whatever, whoever it is for, um, provides some sort of, um, like I saw GoFundMe's where um, you don't, you're donating $20 and you get something in return, some sort of product. You get some sort I of I've seen access. a sneaker collector get injured and put up a GoFundMe for house bills. And I was just like, hey, you better start selling kicks. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but then I, I feel like the GoFundMe, that's a whole different like yes. way in which people think about it. You know, yeah. it's almost like you, some people were more willing to give um, to charity than to purchase something. I just crowdsource. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm trying to do something. Y'all got it? Yeah. Hold me down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in some cases, you better off doing that, man, instead of, I don't know, dude, but nah, no, I don't, I, I don't, yeah, for the record, 20. Dizzy don't want your support. I, I don't. ask everybody for dub till I get there. Just, you can do that too. You got a dub? Hey, man, panhandlers make around 30, 40 Gs a year, so, at least out here in Cali. It's not panhandling, it's investment. I ain't gonna like that too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Invest in this. I mean, hey. yeah. the payoff is me progressing. Thank you. <laughs> I'll see you when I see you. I see yeah, you when I see you, bro. And I'm up. You can say you helped. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna have no proof. Shit, I helped. Yeah. You know how it'd be when you get where you're going. People are always saying they help. Yeah, hey, you sure. feel like you feel like you're the bigger person in a lot of those scenarios, man. Where you out here, you grinding, and you feel like it's not in. You know, you, this people ain't really showing you. Hell that. no, I'm hella petty. What you mean? <laughs> nah, you is you petty as shit. I mean, like petty Murphy, bro. So look, this is the thing about it. <clears throat> I'm definitely petty, but I still show love and support. It just like you just gotta let it be known that you you on that bullshit. Something like, bro, you know if I don't rock with you. You know, I'm not sharing. <laughs> you don't really get too many likes. He's not here breaking down the symptoms of I don't. <laughs> I might not even be watching your story all the time. I might accidentally see your story and back out. Hey, I've, hey, I've caught that before. Going through four, four, I got 16 clips and you done went through four, man. Shit. Hey, he was not entertained. Hey, and if I'd have found out on two instead of four, it would have been two. Uh, what is this? Who, oh, I'm on their page. Uh, yeah, I'm done with social media today. <laughs> I gotta get off and dip. A lot of times it'd be the algorithm that be jacked up because, like, well, because, like, I'm gonna be honest, uh, my I got, my algorithm hate, be messed up. I hate social media. For sure. I like I just it, because not too much on there seems to be authentic. I'm on YouTube most of the time looking at videos. Of a, a lot doesn't seem to be authentic. Like I seen, uh, I'll be, be seeing your story because I'll be having a threat in you every, every now. Every and every once in a while, I go on. I post my story, but once I post, bro, I don't even go and like look. I'm selfish on social media. I don't go look at other well, pages, bro. Because I, I like I tell myself not to go so do much is actually authentic, right. like right. raw and real. Everything is you know fake these days. Yeah, and so. um 
I try to limit my time on there, but the less you're on there, the worse your algorithm is. Mm. See what I'm saying? So 22 hours ago, hour ago, two days ago. You got to be on there consistently to see what's current. And so it's like... And I don't want to do that because I'm just sitting there. Still, yeah, that's just. I'm not in the scrolling. Nah. And I'm. A, I'm just trying to give. I'm trying to. I'm trying to cleanse my. Um, I don't even care to double tap. I'm trying to cleanse my feed a little bit because I. I do. I. I'm. I'm with you, Jelani. Uh, I, I don't. I hate social media, but it's. It's important to to a certain level of business for me. For me, especially for me right now. I mean, it's not. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, nah, it's not for me. That's and for okay. me, I look at it like. Um, what I what I what I'm what's annoying me right now is you know they they add these new features. Uh, then one of the newest ones was like Rails or whatever, and it basically it's like Instagram's version of TikTok. And what's that? What, what? It's basically a feature that's like TikTok, but it's on Instagram, kind of like how Instagram did Vine. You know yeah, what I'm saying story, with the 30 right? second clips and yeah, but you gotta just when you go into your story. And what what bothers me about it is that the certain shit that pops up in my feed like if I want to go search for your page or your page from the search area it'll show me all these reels and it'll show me shit that I ain't following or looking at oh that's cause your algorithm is on I see like they all they show me the same four things because that's all I be going to look look at but I, see, I know what you mean like but- that's the you thing. If it's, if it, if it, yeah, if it's my algorithm, why is you showing me this shit? Because yeah. a lot of random stuff make the explore page. Yeah. If you, yeah. you know, put in the explore tag, and if it get yeah. enough clicks or seen by enough people in your region or whatever, to ca- yeah. like I'm, I'm not sure because I don't know how social media work because I don't care to do hella research because I feel like that's a waste of time. Um, but yeah, something about algorithms and BS and all of that there. Yeah, that's always fun, ain't it? I just removed myself from it. I have a website, you feel me, www.kickzandsneakerz.com, kicks and sneakers. I have a website, so, you know. He did that in one breath, too. I do that. I do that. I start blinking hella fast. Because I had it programmed, it was just, the legs are flicking and I'm spelling. Nah, but, uh. But yeah, so I do. I handle it like that. I got sus- subscribers and I have members, and depending on what category you fall into, determines the amount of information you get pertaining to the brand right. and releases, um, as far as shoe releases and drops from the brand. A lot of different stuff, but depending on social media, <sighs> is asking for failure. Like honestly, the algorithm and everything switches up a lot because it's about social media, Facebook and IG prospering and progressing. They're not there for you. Right. They're there for them. That's why if you really want to be seen, they would have you do what? Promote ad space where you actually have to pay to be seen on a platform that used to be free and you could be seen by everybody. Remember when you had, you know, only like a hundred followers and then you post something and like over a hundred people like your post? You like, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Everybody saw that? Yeah. Bro, we got thousands of followers and we getting 30, 40, 50. If it's really good, you hit 70 to 80 likes. Bro, I be seeing pages with 800,000 followers and there'd be like 3,000 people that like they shit. The organic reach is trash. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's why it's... You can't... It's too many people on there and too many pages for you to be able to even see. You know, you know what needs to happen? I'm going to tell you what needs to happen. There needs to be a team. And I mean like just in general for people like... You know, uh, social media team for a specific person or something. No, 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 no. Listen, stop interrupting. Here you go. So, 
there needs to be a team, right? And what I mean by this is like, okay. a team with Jersey? Shut up. Okay, so what I'm saying is, <laughs> you got a business, right? Oh, yeah. Score. You got a business, right? Right. I have a business, right? And say so we got two or three other people who also have businesses, right? Mm-hmm. So amongst us, five to six people, we are our own team of promotion. We share and promote each other's stuff consistent like we share and promote our own stuff. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now... I'm sharing kicks and sneakers. You're sharing kicks and sneakers. You're sharing kicks and sneakers. And we got two other people sharing kicks and sneakers. Those other two people are also sharing LeVar Cole. You're sharing LeVar Cole. And so am I. And so I'm also sharing Farmer Poe. And so are you. And so are you. And so are those other two people. So at any given time, you got somebody that you know promoting and sharing your stuff. And it's on the timeline, one way, shape, form, or fashion to help boost the reach the likes, the shares, and the overall organic touch reach of how you, amongst you and your team, you share and post and promote stuff anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So if you got your little little team, little coalition of, you know, entrepreneurs, creatives, Mm -hmm. who we can sit down and be like, yo, we're going to start sharing each other's stuff. And all right, so what if it's conditional? Let's make it conditional. I'm only sharing if you're sharing. Sorry, I'm sharing if you're sharing. So everybody make sure that they're sharing. I'm sharing. Everybody is sharing. So then at that point, you start holding people accountable. I'm sharing while you ain't on top of it. Because you, if you're not sharing mine, you're probably not sharing yours too, right? Yeah. So I'm going to need you to share yours. I'm going to need you to share mine. And A, B, C, and D. Because we all trying to get somewhere. Yeah. Don't start slacking. We're a team, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, take all five players for everybody to win, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's be a team. Let's let's get on top of it. Let's promote. Let's share consistently. Ah, consistently. Yeah. Don't just you know every once in a while. Not daily. I need you at it daily, guy. Consistently, please. Not just for me, for you, because you got to be sharing your stuff consistently, daily as well. Are you doing this for habit? Or are you really trying to get somewhere? You trying to get somewhere? Then you're gonna need some traction, daily. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. When people want to start looking at building each other up, working together, mm-hmm. and teamwork, I posted something that says, you'll always get the energy back that you put out. Might not be from the same person that you give it to, but that's not for you to be worried or concerned about. The good energy and good vibes, that positivity, it'll come back to you in one way, shape, form, or fashion. It's not up to you to be concerned if it comes back from because that's not why you do it, right? It's about being altruistic. When you do things, you do it. I think that's um, I think that's like our, the biggest problem with people, bro. And that's that's the best solution that that you just bro. I mean, it's very rare that you hear the solution before you hear the problem. But I don't know to the magnitude if you understood what you said. But it's like a lot of people are always anticipating the people that you're showing you're being the um, support to being the bigger person to to get that same energy back from them and that's not how it's designed it's designed mm-hmm. to come back to you in any other way and There's i think a that movie that's that came out a while ago and it was called pay it for it the movie started off some guy's car had broke down or whatever and he was out in the rain yes kevin spacey and uh the dude pretty much pulled up and he basically gave him the car. Hmm. And dude drove off. And a dude was standing in the rain with an umbrella. 
And one of the things he said to him was pay it forward. And this movie was about <clears throat> basically altruistic acts, doing things for people, doing good things for people because somebody did something good for you. So I've been blessed by somebody, so I'm going to be a blessing to somebody else. I'm going to pay it forward, not pay it back. You did something good for me. I'm not going to do something good for you. I'm going to do something good for somebody else who's in a position and mm. needs it. So, you know, you hold me down. And because of that altruistic act, you have transferred that energy to me. So I'm going to turn around and I'm going to do something good for Poe that he's not even going to expect, but it's going to be needed. He's going to be in a need. I'm going to find out about it. I'm going to be a blessing to this man. I'm going to transfer that energy to him. He's going to turn around and he's going to be a blessing to somebody else. And that just keeps happening uh-huh. like throughout the movie, paying it forward. And if more people were more concerned about paying it forward instead of being paid back, things would move differently. Why do you think that's so difficult now? Why do you, well, why is it such a big deal to get paid back from the person that you did shit for? Well, because everybody's been brainwashed to, you know, doing something, expecting something in return. You don't do anything for free, right? If you do something for somebody, you're supposed to do something back for you, right? It's supposed to be reciprocated, right? Yeah, well, reciprocity for a lot of people means that they have to... It's usually on the other end. Like, you feel like you're expected to do something for somebody else because they did something for you. Hmm. Rather than you feeling good about doing something good for someone who didn't expect it. That's the difference. Is You... With, with that concept, especially in America and in, in the culture that we live in now, it's like if if somebody did something for me out the kindness of their heart, a lot of times, some people, depending on the, the type of person you are, uh-huh. you feel like you're expected to do something for them. Obligated. Uh-huh. And then... And I'll let you, you know think, about it. You think that they're going to expect you to do something for them. So it's kind of like a, a, a two-way street on, on a one-way. It's yeah. like, all right, Instead of it being like, all right, you did something for me. That felt good. Receiving something. Now I want to bless somebody with the same type of feeling. And it's something that they're going to need or expect. Or not and not necessarily be expecting. So, yeah, that's big. I mean, it just depends on what type of person you are, too. Sometimes in the environment that you came up in, is like, is it survival? Are you trying to survive? Bro, there's a lot of people that don't know what altruistic means. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to define it. You guys need to go look it up. But I, I use that word specifically because it's one of them words that seems to rarely be used now. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had myself in positions where like I like to ask for a lot of shit from people because because of that that same mindset. And and the thing is is um the issue that happens is is when, when you do ask a favor from people, you know, they 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 show up in need and I've had that happen to me before. Somebody has helped me out before and they showed up in need. So it felt like I owed. And I was just like, I'm not going to find myself in that position with that oh, person. You got me, so I got you. Yeah. Guess, so. And it's like, because like, for example, some of, some of the relationships I have with some of y'all, you know what I'm saying? If we out somewhere and I got you, that don't mean the next, you know, I, I, I need to run that back. I don't. Right. I've never wanted to have relationships, and never wanted to have friendships with with people like that. Yeah, My thing is like, nah, dog, you good. Just give me whenever. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just that that entitled mentality. Now here's something. 
that being taken advantage of. Yeah. I've never been one to ask for favors, beg, have my hand out, mm-hmm. ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really bad even receiving help offered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is all stuff. This is all stuff that I have had to adjust to because mm-hmm. I have had people come into my life that are they have very big hearts people are willing to help and be there and support and do certain things and are not looking for anything in return and it's just because they want to be a help they want to be a blessing that's how they're set up yeah not really used to that so it's an adjustment just to accept that in yeah. itself yeah it I mean? is but uh yeah being obligated though Mm-mm. never want to never ever wanted to be in that position so it's like i don't I'll give. I'm 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 big on giving and making sure you're good and holding you down and making sure and not even I'm good. Don't worry about it, don't even trip. But taking advantage of though, like what about when you consistently doing that for others to the point where it's expected? Yeah, you having yeah, a big heart and you holding it down is expected. Yeah. So now it's not even you don't even feel good about holding people down because they expecting you to. It's not even up. It's not even a privilege anymore. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I got to come with stipulations. Sometimes it's like all right, step out somewhere, you buy something, they standing there with their hands in their pockets. Like, are you searching for your wallet? (laughs) 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 My God. (laughs) Well, like, well, I can understand where you you help so many people and don't and like may not ask for help so much. And others see you as being the person to help to where, oh, I know I could. Sometimes it's not intentionally taken advantage of. Sometimes it is. Sometimes people just like think, oh, I can get their help on this. Yeah, that's a lot. You I you have you have this. different branches of it. You yeah. do have people that they're just that's that's their personality, and they built off of just getting shit from other people. I'm gonna be real. One of the things that's made it difficult with me is I don't want nobody. Hanging some shit over my head Like oh yeah If it wasn't for me Cause I mean That shit is yeah, that's hilarious weird. That's, that's hilarious weird. to me When people be like Well if it wasn't for me You know what I'm saying Unless it's just Point blank period If I hadn't introduced you To this person You wouldn't have known him But I mean That's a whole other conversation But there's so It's a turn off Help is a turn off In this climate I guess that's the best way To put it Like in this climate In this day and age In this generation Help is a turn off And then The funny thing is Is the things that you do depending on who you are and who you do it for, you could be looked at a certain type of way if you do if you do things for people. I don't know. I kind of just do it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like Nike. I just do it. I just, I give help. I, um, I give advice. I give support for the most part. I don't look for anything in return. I just do it because, kind of because of what you said, man, in this climate, it's something that's needed. Well, it might not be something that's the normal or mm-hmm. something. It's something that's needed. You know what I mean? So it's like, and plus, we've all been in those situations where we've needed help. You know what I mean? Where, Bruh. where, God, I wish somebody just had the heart to not help with their handout. You know, sometimes it feel better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It feel better helping somebody when they don't ask you like, than when they do ask you. Helping yeah. with your handout is just... It sucks. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I got you. I got you, my guy, in the back of your head. Cause, like, I'm gonna need something later. So, I'm gonna go on here. Like, instead of just feeling like you got, I got you, my G. Yeah. Like, it's an inconvenience to me, but don't even worry about it. Cause I got you. It's good. I see you yeah. need. I'm one of them people that I don't like to pay back. So, like, I won't ask 
Just I don't have to be in debt. It ain't right. about paying no, back. That's what I mean. I don't. I don't want not, not monetarily necessarily. I mean like no, I don't want to no, pay man, back whatever it is debt. that you helped me in however yeah. whatever form. That, I don't want to give it back. Mean uh, you know money. Yeah, no, but is. you know I use the word uh, pay, so I want to specify yeah. that no, no, ain't no, necessarily no, no, monetarily, back, but yeah, debt, for sure. You know what I mean? Owen, yeah, hanging yeah. on my head. I've had, I've had, I've had people that held me out and then come back years later. Cause they was in a bind or something like that, and it was just like, "Yo, man, I kind of been waiting on it, and I need it right now." You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, "Huh?" This what that John Wick marker out? Yeah, this is your blood. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah, I'm like, "Don't do it, don't you mother?" You know what I'm saying? I, 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 but, I helped you. But the thing I'm is, out. is around that time, I'm like, done. Like that was like the last. I had like two scenarios like that. That was back to back around the same time. I had one person. It was tripping over ten dollars. <laughs> I was like, "Man, here fifteen. I didn't know it was that rough for you." I paid it all back in change. I told yeah. you I had a twenty dollar rule. Nickels, twenty dollar rule. Hella nickels. I let you borrow twenty dollars in a bag. I'm not gonna ask for it back, but that's probably the most you will get is twenty dollars. Like, giving out dubs. Not not just handing them out, but if no, I, if, if I want to help, if you're asking me for money, they got uncomfortable. If you're asking me for money, up? I probably will give you twenty and not feel bad about it and not want to ask for mm-hmm. it back, and I, I'll, I'll be mm-hmm. okay with it. No, I don't even carry 20. cash like that. <laughs> I'm nah, I'm not just pulling chin. my wallet out and handing it here, nigga. Uh, I'm a If an, if you decide to ask me, and I'm. Thinking look, about it, look, 20 is what you gonna get. I'm gonna cash up your 10. You better not be overdrawn. Or you ain't gonna nah, even you, see it. Now nah, you gotta cash up a nigga 10, 15. Come on now. You know, cash up that extra. They take they they take days off the top. Five, I'm well aware. And then can't go to the ATM. You <laughs> gonna be some hey y'all do cash back here. Cash up your 10. They gotta buy a pack of gum. And better not be overdrawn. <laughs> and get eight fifty back. And they, that nigga better put five in a tank and get four seventy five cash back. Cause recycle place closed at four thirty. Uh, or put four seventy five. You better <laughs> on Sunday. On Sunday you screwed and put and get five dollar cash back. Yeah, you so mad. Nah, I ain't even doing that because this is thirty five cent fee. It's rough out here. Uh, <laughs> um, they getting theirs. They they get theirs off the top, yo. Hey, he not getting it from me though. I'm getting cash out. It's $10. like oh, this rent money. <laughs> Let me get mine first. I hope he sent enough. Like, they taking it out the gross. <laughs> that's shame. They taking it out the gross. Out the gross, Brad, At least pay, At least PayPal give you an option. Like if you take one to three days and right. it's free. But if you want it right now, right? I need my issue. I need my issue. Right <laughs> if you want to wait, then we. It look like it. you got an issue. Maybe I decide now. Do I? Can I go to the eighteen? Now look. Pull this effort. We want us to send it by mail. Nineteen eighty five. Ain't nobody. Somebody Send me 15 cents. <laughs> if you want us to send it by mail, send it by mail seven to 14 business yeah, days. Just, but I, I could direct deposit right. for a small percentage. Yeah. Right off the top. That's going to depend on what bank you got, too. Can you get $10 <laughs> out your bank? No. Shit. So mad. <laughs> it's rough. Bro, the here. cool thing about it is like PayPal take theirs off the top for the transaction. And then if you want it directly, they take a little more. Yeah. yeah they, they slick. They ain't, they, they ain't they, slick. They, they do it right there in front of you. <laughs> well, they, you don't think that they ain't yeah, slick, bro? They just charge me, bro. PayPal you, got your money and be like this, bro. <laughs> bro, like, oh, like, you want it today? It. Think about it. Think about it. That's why you <laughs> like, want to sell me. You do. I need you do, You do a transaction for fifty dollars. 
And then PayPal mm, send you forty six. They send you forty six seventy eight, right? Yeah. And then if you want that forty six seventy eight right now, we are gonna take another couple of dollars and send you forty four seventy three. Wait, wait a minute. You got to do math to figure out. It's a it's a whole uh, what's that equation to figure out. They hella cool. They take ten percent off the top, but then they take another seven percent. That's why you gotta do that. You paying manager fees? Zell man, Zell, Zell it to me. Yeah, Zell it to me. Cause you a lot of people don't know how to use that though. Cause, Cause I Zell in a heartbeat, but yeah. Man, on Cash App, you, you gotta be can. careful on Cash App too. But you gotta Zelle. like, is this your Cash App <laughs> name? Look at it and make sure everything. Can is you put correct. your picture on there <laughs> yeah. and take the Hennessy bottles out, please, so I know it's you? Hey, cause nah. money sign, I get money. Just ain't a good situation <laughs> right now. I'm already sending you shit, so you need to change your name. We'll fuck around and send it to the wrong person, and they be Cash App just sent you forty five. Show me your QR code. <laughs> I'm not playing with nobody. I'm going to scream them. Boom. Right there. Real talk. Hey, I, I had to have, like, yo, is this spelled right? Yo, yeah. I, hey, but I, I heard a scenario about Zell one time. Like, one of my, um, one of my siblings, uh, had to send some money to somebody. And I guess the Zell information wasn't right. <laughs> Sent a bag. And the funny thing is, is he got his money back. Oh, yeah. Because, but it wasn't that easy. It was just because the person that received the money was a dumbass. So they, they that's what made it different. That was the first thing he said to me. They didn't know what to do. <laughs> My brother was like, "Thank God for dumb niggas." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, they didn't accept it." Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, on Zelle now, nigga, it, or I think you have a setting, or it just automatically doesn't. It just goes straight into the account. Yeah, yeah, mine's always just pops in the account. Yeah, I, never yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have to, but see, I think it. if you haven't sent it to that person before, you might. That's true, and that's what it, yeah. I think that's yeah. what the confusion that's came. It messed me at. up yeah. though, because like you can only send a certain amount at five hundred, five hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He will. He sent the baggie. <laughs> it, I don't know how. He so wired, woke up, like, bro. He wired that because I'm because yeah. like Zell. He sent the yeah, baggie. You can only, only send five hundred. I was bad too. I was like, wait, what? Tomorrow? Yeah. From to get, that account, from, all this from, to happen not, now, not, not to the account, but from your account. Yeah, yeah I need all this to happen now. Hell it was yeah. payouts, you know. I did with hey, shoes. Look, that's why I got, I got like Kicks. four different bank accounts. Once sneakers. one gets a little overdrawn, I hey, don't send it to that one. Make sure you send it to. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I'm gonna send you ten dollars, <laughs> and you better not be overdrawn. Cause uh, you might hey, not even see he it. He said, "Just in case it might get a little overdrawn, Bro, send it over here." I got four. Hey, I got Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, and they all listen. Something yeah. else. Yeah, you, yeah I, threw, I threw two me. of the cards away though, just so I don't swipe it. He even got Ally Banking. They ain't even got a location. They just Bro, online. You you, just, uh, you got Unpack Banking. Unpack. <laughs> Is that Visalia? They got a location yeah, out here too. because I got a lawsuit check. I got a lawsuit check, and I'll two dollars. No, it was actually a decent amount. Oh, nigga, they and I and I went to their bank. Oh, nigga, I was like, no, I want mine to now. <laughs> I went to their bank and get this. Take this percentage off the top. Yo, when I went and check this out, when I went to their bank, they were getting ready to move locations. <laughs> Glad I came in today. Go ahead and cash that because that looked like y'all about to be on some bullshit. <laughs> like he pulled on somebody out of tow. Oh, oh. Hold on. <laughs> I'll be right with you. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Have y'all ever... Yeah, when the computer's still hooked up, just come to the back. <laughs> I got an old school register Bruh. with one of them translucent yeah. visors on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a cigarette. Why is coming a monitor of fat back? Whatever. Yeah, all 20s. Hey, no. <laughs> Hey, the nigga got oh, on the, the nigga got one of those bands around his arm that th- <laughs> little, <laughs> little register band. 
Uh, they would hit you with one of them all receipts like, shut, shut. <laughs> Pink copies yours. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be back here. Don't worry about it. Hey, no, no we're moving no. to the new t- location, t- bro. T- tell me about the I- first time y'all got one of those fake checks in the mail and you took it to the bank to cash it. I didn't. I've never gotten a fake check. One of those, uh, this is a $10,000 check that uh, some banks say you can get. You went up there? Yeah. I went to the cash. <laughs> Look, yeah. hey, it was like, it was like, he fi- said, nigga, like we fi- made it. It was like $500. I think I must have been like 20 years old. I said, this look like $500, but I didn't ask nobody to send me $500. So I went to the check cash. I said, hey, I want to see if this is real. Can y'all check it real quick? She said, can I see your ID? I said, what? You going to cash it? She said, no, we need to keep your ID just in case. <laughs> I said, I'm out of here. <laughs> you keep that. I'm keeping abort. my ID. Abort. I'm uh, and no, I don't be cashing my check here every abort. other week. I aborted with stipulations. <laughs> no, I ain't coming back to cash my real check. I didn't come here to trade. Nothing. I just wanted to see. I just, I just asked the question. Yeah. She said, can I have your ID, please? Uh, yeah, no, I'm out you should have handed her a McLovin ID. Be like, <laughs> no, that's what you just, I took this in the winter. That's what you, that's what you smash your ship against the winter. No, like, bam. Get all the information you need off of it. I'm going to hold it. Uh, hey. No, nah, that's all. That's all. Uh, oh, yeah, it's madness. Hey, bro. You sent me a, uh, you sent me an article um, a couple days ago about some, uh, some stuff that was going down with Nike. Who? You did. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> For real? What was going on with Nike? So, nah, this was this was cold because me and this nigga been talking about it. We've been we've been talking about it. Look at my money over here. I've been having good weed lately. Oh my gosh. Yo, we we was talking. I forget. No, I, was, down, I, I wanted to ask him what the I wanted to ask him what really? the name was, man. What homie's name was? It was the the uh, the, uh, the cash that was custom recut. He was recustomizing dunks. He wasn't customizing. He, he was producing. Yeah. For real? Who? He um. Curiously similar shoes. Yeah, very curiously, and uh, similar to the, the Nike SB Dunks, the lows, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. and basically, I don't remember what homie name was, but I wanted to talk. I want to bring it up, but he. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying Nike. Nike. Nike uh, so he's he's. Did he actually he, work with Nike, right? He fabricating. Uh, he's no. he's fabricating. No, no, no. Okay, he's... so all right, like, all right, all right. Let's go ahead and do this. You don't have to say any names. What is it you're trying to get to? And you have a question. What is it you're trying to get to? Oh, I just wanted on French Street to talk about it. Okay, okay. We'll get to that. What's your question? I want to know what actually happened. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, boom. There was this designer. <clears throat> has his own little brand. Has his own little thing going. Okay. Shoe designer. Uh, No, not really. Okay. But he found a way to design a shoe to get the materials to get a shoe made that looked very similar to Nike. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. What he did was the shoe color schemes and everything were very similar to iconic SB Dunks, Nike SB Dunks. Right. He had made little changes to uh, like the swoosh and you know the tongue and things like that, but it looked more like a custom mm-hmm. than a shoe that was made designed on its own. Okay, like that's why I said it looked. Curiously similar, confusingly. Excuse me, what's the word? Confusingly similar. Okay, so like the hue was off or something like the uh, the colors. No, um, basically, if you ask me, uh-huh. it's personal opinion. I feel, I guess Nike must have too. Everything was the same except 
minor changes to the swoosh, but the uh, changes weren't enough to not be copyright. The changes weren't enough to detail it and have it different from the swoosh. It looked more like a custom than the original design. Okay. Confusingly okay. similar. Okay. So then you copyright infringement, right. copyright infringement, right. you know, things like that. So <clears throat> to my knowledge, there is supposed to be a, a lawsuit in place from Nike to this individual on the level of um, cease and desist. Yes, sir. Um, rumor, I've heard, you know, this is rumor that Nike is talking about any and all profits from the releasing of this shoe. Gotta go to them. So, no, 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 no. They're talking about, let's see your books. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Any and all profits on all of the via- on all of the shoes that you have made that have confusing similarities to our shoes. Okay. So anything that you I have made, see how much you really spent and made, nah, how much you made, and they want to know where you got this from. Nah, they just want to know how much you made because okay. that's any any and all profit that you made are now due to us, for and sure. then you got to pay for <laughs> accounting fees and things of that. And so, um. Is I, I don't know what's gonna happen. Speculation. You would think it's over for the guy because you say any and all profits. So that means that you're talking about previous releases where the funds may no longer be there. But you need you want all of that back plus court fees, attorney fees, right? Phil um, Knight is mad. <laughs> so you know it's it's you know once it gets legal. You talking about copyright of a giant like that who has the money and the backing and the power to come at you full force? You know, talking about smashing an ant with a hammer. <coughs> Sheesh! If he was able to, and I doubt that it will happen. <coughs> Better try to figure out how you can get a job with Nike. <laughs> well, see, uh, that's, but, but that, you already but messed the, up. But see, that's the thing about it. Like, you, uh, you want to say a job with Nike? A job with Nike doing what? Because you're basically customizing their grades. Right. You're making minor changes to their grades. You, okay. Uh, so it's not like you made any significance to where it's like, oh, this is unique. This is yours. This well, is because something. if it was, there wouldn't be a case. Right. 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 So right. you know, it's so it's like, not like he's doing anything. He he's just got his own shop making Nikes. I mean, that's I guess great. so. So was it? Was he? Um, how did they? Do you know how they came up into knowledge of this? Like, did, was what he you selling? Mean? Obviously, obviously you gotta find shoes. out. You gotta find out. But it was it something that he was selling in a out of shop? Was it something online? Like how? how online. They, it was. It were, was releases. It was like pre order releases. They were hot, and then they released. Uh, it was it wasn't even so much that they was hot. What really brought it to light was this collaboration with Jeff Stables to re release the pigeon. With his designs so on this, that's why he did himself a disservice. Being dumb by going to—that's a legit person, right? Yeah. So why would you go mess with a legit person if you're not part of? Because it would bring you notoriety. Duh. Yeah, but you. Oh, he got a lot would, of notoriety. It would, bring, it would bring a lot more traffic. It but would bring you, a lot more attention. I mean, like yeah, if you're if you're doing something, a lot of people are like, "This is trash. This is a knockoff. This is that whoopie whoop whoop whoop." And then somebody who is a part of the culture and has produced three of. Probably the most coveted, depending on who you're talking to, three of the most coveted uh, dunks to ever, you know, mm-hmm. release. Um, they're iconic. You know what I mean? So if somebody like that colla- backs you and collaborates with you, that puts you on a different level. In a certain yeah, sense, it's just not smart though. The first, his first well, step wasn't smart. This well, this whole thing about it, you know, I feel like there are channels you have to go through for certain things, mm-hmm. and you know, 
when you're doing something like that, which is a play on something of the big boys, you would want to try to fall in line instead of stand alone or stand apart because you can't stand apart with somebody else's product. Right. You can't stand apart with somebody else's design. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If it's not something from scratch, something that you created, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and then you can like actually explain and give like, you know, then it means nothing. You right. know what I'm saying? Like it, it you, they're coming for you. And I'm sure it takes some amount of skill or, or talent to be able to create the shoe that he, I mean, put no. it together. Put it together. Are you not, not creating Bro, I'm talking about putting it together. Because you're making frustrating me, the fuck out of me. You're not hearing what like I'm that. saying, nigga. Listen, let me talk to this nigga. The shoe creating it is he does he have a shop i don't know how he's creating shoes he gluing these motherfuckers together with elmer's like how's he what he's getting the, <laughs> where is he getting the 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 product i don't know nothing about this story it's so being, it's being manufactured in a warehouse like all shoes are bro okay. nobody is producing a shoe that's not being made in a in a factory so this 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 leads to more questions i have i'm wondering where where is the factory obviously in china somewhere uh, you ain't gotta hold my phone. Yeah, I do. I gotta. I can't nah, see it with the way nah, you turn. Nah, 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 nigga, let me that. see this damn phone. Nigga. This nigga act like a nigga. You want some chips here? Let me hold the bag. Just, no, no, no. He said some. S O M E. Yeah, yeah. You see the face that you're making? Cause it's basically a Nike shoe, bro. Yeah, yeah. You see that? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. How he lasts this long, right? Cause this is like his fourth or fifth one. Yeah, you see that face? That's what I'm saying. It was only a matter of time. That's what that's what my questions are about. Like what that's why I'm my basis my basis is of like you're creating something. You you start working with dude who uh who no, designed no, it, right? No, no, you're no, gonna no, your no, name no. somebody's gonna notice you. You he did it himself. After doing it for so long. Yeah, then he started trying to work with dude. No, I don't know how it came about, but they put a collaboration together to re-release an old one. With him signing off on it. So it's like Not this. Smart. It's like a re-release of the shoe. And I customize it. And I collaborate with you. But we don't get together with the person who made it possible for either one of us. That's 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 the you, part you see I'm what I'm like, saying? That's not smart. Yeah. That's not so smart. that. You, you screwed yourself. There was no even point of even starting. But the thing mm-hmm. about it is like, nah, it wasn't like he's making them himself. No, he's he has. A lot of people were saying Alibaba. Because that's dropship. Okay. But now, some way. Shape, form, or fashion. He had access to some factory somewhere. Like a lot of people had. Like, bro, if you got the money or the access or you know the avenues to go through, you can get access to and get some shoes made. You can get a sole made of your own for what, 2500 Shit, I thought it was uh, like a mold, like a shoe mold. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like 10 bands. 10 bands? Okay. Well, again, depends on who you know. Right. So, <clears throat> but as you can see, from the pick, there's nothing original about it except for the minor adjustment. Did you even notice the adjustments to the swoosh? I think I I don't remember that. The pigeons I remember, I thought I remember. I, they had a high top model, right? No, no. Okay, so then I'm, I'm thinking of a whole different shoe then. Yeah. So I don't remember what the original looked like, but I just I like that. Look. Okay. That's that's. I thought like, the gray that's was the thing a about darker it. or something. No, that, okay. and that's another thing about it. Like okay. the colors are the same. Everything. Okay. Okay. Like there's not there's only changes. Wait, man. Let me turn on my brightness. Look at that. Look at it one more time. So that, that that little part right there on the Nike. I yeah. see it. Not just the little design, the little look like a Jason mask, but uh the, the But part. what is that yeah. a, a yeah. Jason mask on a what? And it's not a on Nike. A swoosh. Mask. Yeah, and that swoosh look like a 
a fishing line, a fishing hook. <laughs> like a fishing hook. <laughs> but it's not different right. enough. Anyways, talking right. too much, too much time on that. Um, moving along. All right. Yeah. Thought that's, that that's, that's, that's the, the, the sneaker it, news. Well, it, it just it be, this week. Something like that. It, I don't I, even. I, it, I don't think yeah, it's. Sure. I don't think it's news. I think it's stupid to even be drawing this much attention to it or talking about it like that because I mean, like, it was only a matter of time. Um, right. And the only reason it's really getting a lot of notoriety right now is because people are talking about the downfall, and a lot of people are hating, and a lot of people are throwing shade and everything. You know, mm-hmm. like towards I, towards him or towards Nike? No, towards him. Oh, yeah. well, because oh. the whole thing about it is like this. You understand something. The shoes that he was messing with, like I said, they're all releases. They're iconic. So you, <clears throat> excuse me, you messing with the OGs, bro. Somebody's going to notice. The OGs already feel some type of way about the way the sneaker culture, where it has gone, the way it has developed and transitioned, and how things are different now. Mm-hmm. And so then one of the last things that, you know, still hold true are, you know, the grails, those yeah. iconic kicks. And then you got somebody coming out of nowhere and taking those same iconic shoes, making minor adjustments, and then selling them and profiting off of it. When they released originally, bro, like, depending on how far back we're going, we're talking about Dunks being, you know, 75, 80 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. He re-releasing them, $300 pre-orders. And see, the thing with me is that's when, when you know, you were discussing that. <clears throat> I was I was wondering until the question was answered, like, yo, how's he getting his hands on so many pairs of kicks? You know, is he taking, is he buying some, restoring them, and then throwing? But it's like, you're getting them manufactured. It's trade, it's, it's, oh, that's, that's definitely, like, you could take, can't you, you can take a pair of, some of Nike shoes that you bought you and customize them. You can do what all kind. You can customize things, a right? pair of shoes, but if right. you if you manufacture anything that has been trademarked by somebody, Correct. that's trademark infringement, it's copyright infringement, it's Correct. the whole nine. And then now you got a fucking problem. That's why you want to. That's why you need licensing for things. That's why if you want to do something like that, you're better off doing it with your own brand, protecting your own brand. Because I'm, I'm willing to bet, homie ain't got an LLC. Let's talk about a few things because this is my wheels are turning. This is going crazy. Okay, so boom, he is taking something from Nike and selling it on his own, right, mm-hmm. bro? That's like you selling plates and after I get the plate from you I turn around and right. say I got organic plates you know right. what I'm saying what didn't that happen a um, restaurant was buying Popeyes and then selling and then selling you know the chicken saying? like it was they yeah, shit they like did. you farmer you farmer Paul but I'm organic Jay yeah. okay right, right, right. okay right, and I'm right. upselling for right. you charging ten dollars a plate I need dub right yeah and I need he, dub he, he throws some uh some chives on there on yeah. the top Little, little, nah I'm not even doing that I'm gonna a little bit of season over top you're not even doing that you just putting it in a different packaging boom right Right, different right. packaging. Yours right. is brown, mine's is white. It's the right. same packaging, just different colors. Um, but that's what's going on, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long you gonna keep selling me food when you find out that I'm repackaging your food and selling it on my own? Oh, it's over. Yeah, you probably gonna catch a fade. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, is that place still hot? So you know what I'm saying? Bruh. So check it out. I make a shirt. You buy the shirt. Mm-hmm. My drops only release once. You buy the shirt. You keep it in the packaging. You turn around and you sell the shirt. You sell the shirt for double what I sell it for. 
How are you going to do that? Right? Where am I, I going I, with I, this? I know where you're going. Okay. The resellers? StockX and GOAT. Yep. You know this? I don't know how much you mess with the sneakers app or Nike app or how often you try to get up early on the morning and try to snatch something, but it seems like stuff sells out immediately. Immediately. And then on the sneakers resellers. apps and everything, right? And then... Bro, I get up and strike out at 7.03. Well, I'm up before 7.03, but I strike out by 7.03. Mm-hmm. 7.10, 7.15, I have a notification from StockX telling me to shop the release that just dropped that I struck out on. Three now, I'm saying that because they got on that dude's helmet for selling their stuff, right? Mm-hmm. If you saw my stuff, I get on your helmet. If you mm-hmm. saw, I, okay. I already know where you're going. So, you guys think that Nike is just selling everything to us, the the public, and then the resellers are getting all the money on stock, bro? No, I guarantee you, there is a back. I, I told they're him this. To How long ago did I tell you this, Bill? Earlier this year. There's a backdoor deal between Nike and StockX and possibly GOAT as well. And what you about? What's this, uh, the sneaker store in, um, in New York? Um, Fly Club? For sure. Oh, well, but but that's what I'm saying, though. There, sure. is, there is something in place where a lot of stuff, a certain shipment is being sold to them backdoor for us. Yeah, because I always wondered that. I yeah. always wondered oh, yeah, I guarantee how, how y'all always there's got no these way. J's in stock at Fly Club? Come on, like, there's how? no way. There's a, there's a, there's a billion models? dollar secondary shoe business and the people who actually produce the shoes aren't right. a part of it. Right. And they know you guys are making hand over fist more Peep game. per shoe than we Peep are. Peep game, right? So, retail is 190 before tax, right? Yeah. Retail 190 before tax. Okay. okay. For the shoe stores, if they're buying in bulk, what if it's 125 per shoe? Right? That they paying? 125 per shoe in bulk that they're getting from the Manufacturer, okay, and they're turning around and selling it for one ninety plus tax, right? When it's all said and done, two ten, two fifteen for a shoe, right? Okay, but now what they turn around and out the gate they're selling the shoes to StockX for two hundred. They instantly just upped how much they're making seventy five per shoe in bulk. So they selling it to we. You are, see, I'm, I'm already, just saying, yeah, like, you I know, see they, like they model. Yeah. Now don't give me. I don't know. The numbers or anything, this is all speculation, but it just seems to make sense that Nike produces so many shoes. Mm-hmm. They release a certain amount to the public. They release a certain amount to StockX and whoever else they have these backdoor deals and placement with. Yes. And then they're like, everything runs its course, right? Because it's a, it's, it's a smart model for them because I, I feel like because you have the whole... If we only got five, it makes it seem more exclusive. Well, the whole thing about it is... we're not going to put them all in these champs and foot lockers and all that. We got to spread it out. Well, it's not even just that. They limit the amount that they release anyway for two reasons. You know, to see how stuff is going to move and to make sure that they have, you know, something on the back end. Bro, you think that these restocks are them making more of the shoe? No. Stop it. No. It's so crazy because... Definitely not. The schematics of a shoe go to three three manufacturer uh, warehouses, right? A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. The schematics for a Jordan one goes to A, B, and C. C produces the best model. 
A produces the second best model. So that C will be the primary first release, right? Uh-huh. And A will be the B models. See, they used to release B models to outlets in other places, and people would have to let you know these are the B models. Because the material is Not different. so much the material, okay. but sometimes the way they stitch in, a little alignment here, extra shoe glue, something was off. But C... Manufacturer C, that's the primary. That was the one out of everybody with the schematics, those three, they were the best. Right. So that's the one that releases. Right. When we do a restock, it's probably going to be with these B grades. But because the shoe game's so crazy right now, nobody cares about B grades. They just want the kicks. So we don't even have to say B grades anymore and downgrade mm-hmm. ourselves and release them to the outlets. Now, right. we'll just do a re-release or a restock at certain places and do numbers. Yeah. So we release a certain amount to the public. We just certain amount to StockX. So we get our money on both sides, mm-hmm. and then we're like, "Oh, they're doing good." And let's hit on a restock. And they know which which regions, which areas are are, are purchasing which models, which are more. Which That's part shoe, of the reason why they're that. only releasing a certain amount at a certain time, and they're sure. doing it the way that they are. And with them getting a lot of money on the, getting more money dealing with deals like with StockX, yeah, they're not really worried about, bro. I make more money dealing with my members than I do dealing with the public. You think I'm focused on the public like I am my members? Because we know the public coming. And the public comes and goes. The members are consistent. Yeah. See, the public, they have the customers, the consumers, that primary is up yeah. and down, whatever, whatever. StockX yeah. does numbers regardless. Those are my members. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Goat does numbers regardless. Those are my members. Uh-huh. Stadium Goods, Flight Club, yeah. those are my members. I pay attention to them. I make sure they get it. Plus... Me getting it to them, I see more because I'm selling it to them for more because they're selling it for more. Yeah. And what's that store in Atlanta? It's like some uh, who cares? W. We're not and not not because of that, but yeah. we're not selling. We're not we're not giving no more shout outs, no yeah. more stores, no more names, <laughs> unless you want to start shouting out us and you know throwing some dollars or some love or anything, some shoes, size eleven, <laughs> for real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though. But like, but yeah, it's 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 a, it's the sneaker culture has become a business. And now that it is a business, everybody is looking to capitalize. Mm-hmm. But you think you're going to capitalize on the capitalists? No. They are ahead of, I, they are ahead of the game. They I remember. They set the tempo. For sure. Yeah. That's what, that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, people think Nike, Nike don't care about the bots and the way the app is operating. Because at the end of it all, you know what they see? Dollar signs. Right. As long as we saying dollar signs, that's all that matters. Now, if the app crash, oh my gosh. If it just crashed for you, get better Wi-Fi. We sold out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it, it hits different. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. This shit I, had a, uh, I had a homie tell me on Friday. He was like, yeah, man, I got up to get the, uh, get the unions. I was up. I was signed in, had my card up, ready, everything. It was 6.59. It was 7 o'clock. And then I pressed it. It says sold out. No, he didn't. My bad. He didn't even press purchase. He said, because he had the notification on. He said it went seven o'clock, available, getting ready to press it, sold out. He needed to close his app and open it back up. Yeah, you that was refresh. a draw. Yeah, you gotta keep refreshing every you single missed, minute. You missed a whole draw because there's there's the whole thing about it. There is purchase when they drop, and then there's two different type of draws. I think one is like five minutes, the other one is like 15 minutes, 10, 15, mm-hmm. something like that. But these draws are, are it's like eight minutes and fifteen minutes, something like that. But uh when it's a draw, you have a certain amount of time to enter the draw. You have mm-hmm. 10 minutes to enter the draw. Five to 10 minutes. I don't remember because I don't really enter draws too much. But you have a certain amount of time to enter the draw. After you enter the draw, 
then you wait after the draw is over with then you wait to see wait to see then after a while you see you lost <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm glad you corrected that I mean I, I've never waited so, to see and this is what's so crazy I just didn't get it every once in a while I know somebody who scores right never met him my boy's lady friend won the draw I know her I feel privileged to know somebody who actually won the draw because it like is it's is like it, it harder now because when I when I, uh, when like I was, it never happens I was copying all the J's that was coming out some years ago I think I missed one draw drawing and I think what I was doing I just had and this is probably years ago yeah because I don't be I don't buy drawings no more uh, now they, I'm just saying like like the way it's probably a little it's probably a little different now a whole lot I guess. it's yeah, a lot different the way things happen and transition because of technology and due to this whole pandemic COVID and all this stuff yeah. see I have a theory it was easy a lot easier okay. because of a couple of things got your different browsers there was a lot nah, a lot of different ways to get shoes at one point there were a lot of different ways to secure shoes at one point okay. and it wasn't looked at so widely as a business as it was a hobby. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so because of that, it made it easier. But ultimately what it is, everything has moved with the times, which means technology. So instead of walking into the store now and just copying, yeah. there's raffles, there's yeah. apps, there's websites, there's all these mm-hmm. different ways to acquire the shoes online. Mm-hmm. Technology. So there's a lot more people that are dependent on technology to cop these shoes mm-hmm. because of COVID. Nobody can just walk into a mall or a boutique anymore. Yeah. So instead of it just being, you know, maybe like a few thousand depending on the app. That's true. It's a few yeah. hundred thousand yeah. dependent yeah. on the app. Yeah. A few hundred thousand entering the raffles. That's crazy. A few hundred thousand <laughs> on these websites at seven o'clock trying to cop just like you. And then on top of the hundreds of thousands physically trying to cop like you, there's some thousands out there that got bots. Yeah. So you battling bots and other people. The competition is all of these people trying to get through this one small door. All of these people trying to get through this one small door, bro. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing of it is majority of the people are getting beat out by bots. A lot of people are fast and a lot of people are getting through that door, but so are a lot of bots. Yeah. So it went from, you know, 1,500 people trying to get through a door to 15,000 people trying to get through a door. That's right. Nasty. You're not getting nothing. Yeah, and, and that's the whole thing about it. I don't think people understand. You're like, bots have a role to play in it, but, you know, everybody being more dependent on technology and this whole sneaker madness, sneaker being a business thing that's going on right now, mm. because they got everybody trying to sell shoes, bro. Everybody's trying to sell shoes now. Like, uh, there's some things that I'm a part of, some different groups and different information that I I have access to. And it's like, I get notifications for kids' restocks and releases and Jordan Lowe's and all type of stuff. Bro, that's crazy. It, I just, like I said, it has become a business. And with it becoming a business, there are full time resellers Mm -hmm. who just have stock. Whatever it is you need, all different types of sizes, and they're ready, and they're always selling, they're always moving. Like, bro, there's some people that I told him about that he has caught from, bro, and they have like a shoe store. It's like a shoe store. Whenever they they do story sales and stuff all the time because they have so much stuff because stuff releases all the time, bro. Shoes drop every week, every other day. Remember when it was like one, maybe two drops a month. Mm-hmm. 
Bro, she was dropping multiple drops in a week. In a week. A week. Yeah. I remember I was just telling him I was on the uh I was on the sneakers app and out of nowhere I got like an exclusive limited time to get like all of the kicks that I had to get after market. So you they gave you a specific amount of time? Yeah, well well, because I copped on there. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So probably me and however many other million people they re-released shit that I had to buy aftermarket because it was already sold out. I was looking at my phone like I should throw this fucking phone. I know how I feel. It was like three or four pairs of kicks that I got for a higher price. I was just like, "Yo, I'm good." I mean, I um, I was talking to uh, I was talking to Wiz a few months ago. He didn't know. You probably don't know either. You know who owns StockX? No, <laughs> oh, you can tell. Me. No, Dan Gilbert is. Who? Dan Gilbert. No Owner of the Cavaliers Oh really Yeah Shout out to Kicks and Sneakers So on this nigga got the inside scoop on the, <laughs> on the sneakers he No it just lets it. It just He's To me it. To He's me it just lets me know how He's much people it. are in bed with each other with certain How much sure. of a business it is It's For that's sure. So StockX is most likely the creation of something out of what he saw the landscape was like okay, there's a land. This is what they're doing now. Let's create this stock. Let's create. Nah, homie just came in because he had a bread and bought it. It's not like he just oh, so seen. He bought, he bought StockX. Yeah, he okay. just bought okay. StockX. Okay. He didn't that help create sense. it that or anything sense. like that. that if I'm not sense. mistaken, right? Okay, far, far as I know, yeah, <clears throat> that, that can make some sense. He bought, but that's just the business coming in. And like, let's take up this. Well, you know, the thing, the smart thing to do is, um, is to. Be able to predict, you know, you forecast, you look at things, and when you're in a position to, like, like, bro, for instance, if anybody was in a position to acquire, like, a, say, a Starbucks when they first started mm-hmm. and buy out whoever was, a, you know what I'm saying, forecasting and seeing, and like, oh, my yeah. God, this is going to be, you mm-hmm. know, you buy it out before it gets there. So that way, when it gets there, you feel me, not only are you the owner, but you it's will incur a lot of the profits from, you know, that period of it blowing up. Because I'm going to be honest, when... As a entrepreneur, creative, or somebody who builds something up and you're working and starting to gain traction, ultimately, you kind of hope to be bought out. Like, you're not, I mean, yeah, you're doing it for a love and a passion, but ultimately, you hope to make some dough from this, like, if, if yeah, I can so you get, get on like, the, that's what Dame Dash do. Like, yeah, like, create bro, a company, I'm make it, and then I'm going to sell it. Bro, if I can get the company up to this and it has a bit of the uh, potential yeah. on somebody, it's like, yo. That's smart. All right. Five hundred thousand right now. Like for what? For kicks and sneakers? Um, pull up tomorrow with the paperwork because I just like I get like a couple things in order. But now pull up tomorrow with the paperwork and we can get things cracking because that will put me in position for a lot of other things. And that's that's what some people. That's what a lot of people want to do. Like for example, PayPal. Do you know who owned PayPal? Who started PayPal? Mm. Elon Musk. Mm. He sold it. Now he got Tesla. You see what I'm saying? So his his goal was like I this is what I really want to do, but this is making some bread right now. I'm gonna go ahead and get it. Now I got the bread to do what I really want to do. The person who, who whoever created StockX is probably somewhere on an island with drinks and an umbrella in them. Thank homie, doing what they really want to do. Didn't you write an art? I don't know. Maybe it was. One I don't know. Maybe it was one of your blogs, but I know the one of the uh, the co-founders of it like is working on like his own shit or something like that. Yeah, that wasn't me. 
I might get into it though. And yeah. of course, sometimes those things take investors, opportunities, and things like that to be presented to you. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. It's in in business, a everybody has a price. Or a lot of investing. Everybody, yeah. You know? Everybody has a price. Everybody has a price. When and mine is less than five hundred thousand. If anybody's listening, it's <laughs> <laughs> just less than five. Just throwing that out there, you know. High hopes. Hey man. Get the bag. Speak it into existence. Yeah, man. It is three hundred thousand. So protect your place. (laughs) (laughs) Three hundred. I take three hundred. Yeah, you know. I I don't even trip. Yeah, you know all that half a mil. I'm tripping. Quarter is fine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess I can. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I I guess I'm not. You know, I'm not. I am the humble type. I'll take it straight up. Quarter mil, easy. Cash, please. Because really, with that, like. Cashiers you could create another company and well, that's what, different. But that <laughs> and could you create the same another company? You already have like the con. You know what it is. The con. So is, check this out, peep game, real quick. Virgil Abloh created Off White. He no longer owns Off White. He owns Virgil Black. He owns it's something. Uh, it's something that he owns. He doesn't actually own a company, but like he still owns the name or something. It's something kind of funny where he ha- he no longer owns the company, but he owns a certain part. So like it's still off. Like he owns the, the name off. Like I don't know. It's real crazy. It's like, like I don't know. But the thing about it is like he also is like what the lead man designer for Louis Vuitton. Yeah, and he can go off somewhere and create something else. He can create just based off the strength of him being an artist and being Virgil Abloh. Yeah. He ain't got to be all white, but it'll move because it's him who doing it. The creator right. of all white and the, the, the creative designer for men's fashion for Louis, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. I think I might fuck with something from him. Yeah. You, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Cause he's like, really just the, like, the, the brand is him. It's yeah. not really Boom. what he's creating is. And that's, and that's, and that's, and that's, off that's what it is you're looking to create. You want to, you want to be the brand. Like the brand can still operate without you. Right. Of course, duh, duh, what you want. Right. But Steve you want Jobs. to be, you're the essence of Steve it. Jobs. So you can go somewhere else. And, bro, all right, yeah. Steve Jobs is perfect. It was from Apple. No, no, no. It was Apple. And when he got, nah, he got fired. Okay. Let's get that right. He got voted out. Same difference. Okay. Same difference. He got voted out because what happened was the board voted him out, but he's you know he still got a stake in the company. Right. He went created Pixar. He went created Pixar. Mm. Obviously, Mac Macintosh was on the decline, so it's like you know what we probably should get the dude that started it all back over here. And I believe Bill Gates uh, gave some money, donated some money. Mm. So you know, but the whole thing about it is like. Pixar is not somewhere creating B movies no, with Pixar yeah. characters. We all as adults like Pixar movies. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, Pixar is out. So there. being in a position where you create and you develop, but because of who you are and how you create and what it is that you do, even if you were to sell off your brand, you can produce, create again, and right. people will still flock of it because of what it is you did, how you come across, what you inspired. You're you the essence, essence of it. Exactly. Yeah. You, you're the See one. I'm saying? You're, you're the creator, well, so it's no take matter it, where you're going. Take it like this. Like, like I know a lot of people ain't Star Wars fans like that, but, you know, they've consulted with George Lucas since he sold, since he sold, sold Star Wars. Because he they sold, have to. you know what I mean? And they gave him a number he couldn't refuse. He sold it they for like seven to. billion. You, you, like the whole thing is this. Why do you think Jordan is still a part of the Jordan brand? Like, you can't, when you take something, you, you have somebody that created, even if you buy from them, like it's their brainchild. So where it was going to go next or how you can grow it from there or develop mm-hmm. it or, you know, what will perceive it, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, that or that certain energy, only they created it. So, you know, he's like, Hey, 
I know we paid you off. Um, wait, let me see. I got to check right here somewhere. Uh, I wanted to ask you some questions. Wait, wait, wait. I got a pen. I'll just make one out. Um, so about what, what you did and where we want to go. Right. Well, the, the other thing with the other thing with Jordan too is it's like imagine if he wasn't rocking with them and then he was like, all right, now I'm gonna do my own official Michael Jordan brand. It's a lot of people that fuck with Jordans that's gonna be like, well, me go over he did here. That. You know what I'm saying? Well, the Jordan brand separated from Nike for yeah. a while. And they had to go back because Jordan wasn't where, doing that There well. was that period where I don't even think you really remember it. Shoes stopped having swooshes and started having jump mints. Yeah, it was the jump mint, oh, not the Nike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Jordan yeah, ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like they had the all whites, they had some silvers, and yep. I think the white and blue ones, but it was a jump mint, not the swoosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jordan separated from Nike for a little while. They came mm-hmm. back, but you know what I mean? There was that. Well, so I, I does he another, own does he own the Jordan brand out right? I don't know. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna talk later on, the, on another podcast about that George Lucas Star Wars thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> your man's ain't really. Uh, what's, what, what were we talking about? Somebody taking Nikes and and, and oh. we, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> All right. My man George Lucas, because hey, he, he said like yeah conspiracy. Hey, I was just like no, okay, I found some information on the on the YouTube rabbit hole one day. Your man <laughs> well, George Lucas ain't as creative as he thought he was. Well, a lot of they said that about a lot of people. That's Bruh. that's big time. They now, showed so. all the movies and shit and all the shows that were inspired from it. Like they showed all this like where he got his inspiration from. You are gonna be like, damn, I just, this nigga was smart. He is, but damn. Yeah, he just created one brand or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he took out 10 of them and put them together. <laughs> like, can't be mad at that. Mad it's at a collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, you tuned into the notion. This is your boy Dizzy D Spill. I'm here with my co host, Jelani Evans, Farmer Poe. And we out of here. Gotta pay some bills.